Part 2. Doors are closed. As the world began shutting down, along with the movie studios halting productions and delaying the theatrical releases of the films, since theaters were closing their doors, the entire industry was left in a void of panic of not knowing what will happen next. My contract at Grant's company was about to expire in a few months, while at the same time, I was getting constant updates from our private financiers on how they were pulling the funding from our independent films and from the company too. I knew things were looking grim for me. Then Grant called with the horrible news that I was expecting, that he would be shutting down his company until we have a better sense of with what is going to happen with our industry next, and that my contract won't be renewed as well. He thanked me for everything and told me he enjoyed his time working with me, appreciated my hustle, and for me to stay in touch, just in case things do turn around. After that call, I didn't know what to do. I was left paralyzed, filled with anxiety and fears about my future, and not knowing what to do next. On top of that, during this period of my life, I happened to meet the love of my life who opened my eyes to the possibility of settling down and to someday start a family with her. I was no longer just thinking about myself and how I was going to survive day to day. Now I had a responsibility for another person that I very much cared about and towards a future that we both want to share. But unfortunately, timing is something that you cannot control. With all the great things that were happening to me in my personal life, my career life was a disaster. I began looking for jobs during a time when jobs were scarce, and no one knew what was going to happen next. I only could find job postings for assistant-type jobs with pay that was half of what I was previously making. I continued to apply to jobs that were close to my previous job experience and salary requirements. But unfortunately, once I got into the interview process, and when they asked me if I graduated from college, I had to painfully tell them no. I couldn't provide them with a long-winded answer why I didn't get my degree. They didn't have the time to hear, and they probably didn't want to. I discovered that most of the jobs I was looking at were the stable infra infrastructure at a major studio that also provided health insurance, a 401k, and all the perks that most people want were all positions that required a college degree. No matter how much experience you previously had, it's now a requirement that they prefer for all their managerial and above level employees to have now. 10 years ago, it might have been a different conversation, but from close friends of mine that work in HR at some of these studios, they informed me that the level of competition is higher than ever before and that they just immediately weed out candidates who don't have a college degree. Even though myself being a proven commodity and experienced professional, they'd rather hire the candidate straight from college with a college degree. I thought to myself then, well, those job postings I always saw time after time saying this candidate needs X amount of years of experience was complete utter BS. I again asked my friends in HR, why is this the case? The usually response was, it's just the way it is. But one of my sources, who I will call Sam for the purpose of discretion from a well-known major network studio said, it would be easier for the studio to train them under their company's practices rather than have an independent thinker who might want to change their workflow process. Essentially, they want to company people. I told my friend Sam that I'm a company person. Only five, only for the past five years, I happen to have worked independently. But she said, candidates fresh out of college are easier to mold these days. That was extremely disturbing to hear 
and a very Orwellian thing for her to say. But it was an answer that I kept hearing over and over from people and sources I trusted. I realized my lack of having a college degree has finally caught up with me. During the pandemic, my girlfriend was offered a new position with her company in New York City. With my non-existent job status, I easily agreed to move with her back to New York. Also, even though I wouldn't be able to see my mother during the pandemic because of social distancing, knowing that I'm in the same state as her brought me comfort. In February 2021, we packed up my Jeep Grand Cherokee and said goodbye to the city I called home for the past 13 years. We drove through the harsh winter weathers of the Midwest and through the occasional snowstorms, and we finally made it to our final destination. My girlfriend is the most caring and wonderful person in the world and understood my conundrum with my job situation. Therefore, on her own, she decided to financially support the two of us until things started to get better with COVID. As grateful as I was by her selfless act and offer, I'm not naturally the type to just sit around and wait. I needed to take action. I also felt guilty to apply for unemployment since I have a roof over my head provided by my girlfriend and thought that there are many other people that deserve the government assistance that I don't necessarily need it. With our full support, I began to look at the job market in New York and see if I can find a job in entertainment. Unfortunately, jobs were limited, and I was running into the same problem I had before in LA, no college degree. I then decided, why not apply to a temp agency? My resume is solid, and maybe they can be of some assistance. I can use all the help I needed. I sent in my resume, and two days later, I got a call from the agency, telling me how impressed they were with my resume but only had a few opportunities that they can offer to me. Dripping on my ego, I asked them. I was open to hear about them. Then they began to tell me about this job at J. Crew Corporate for being an assistant to the EVP of Women's Design. I was like, what? Fashion? Uh, I have no experience in fashion, as you can see from my resume. But they said, you do have a lot of experience as being an assistant which was true, but also a major step backwards for me and something I was trying to avoid in LA. However, I was desperate and I couldn't keep relying on my girlfriend for everything. Also, I needed to start saving up to buy a diamond ring for the eventual question I was going to ask my girlfriend someday soon. So I told them, set up the interview and that I'm interested in the position. Suddenly, a week later, I found myself tempted from home as an assistant at J. Crew. I was constantly chuckling to myself thinking of how ridiculous it is that I'm now working in fashion. While I have always described my own fashion style as being very basic. My idea of being fashionable in LA was wearing a blazer with any kind of clean solid colored t-shirt with a nice pair of jeans and clean white sneakers. But I needed the paycheck and eventually after a month working as a temp assistant and learning all the new lingo and fashion, they decided to hire me full time with benefits. I couldn't say no since I wasn't able to find any other opportunities. As days pass, they eventually turn into weeks. Then weeks turn into a month. And then suddenly I found myself being miserable after four months being there. I've only been there for less than six months and I'm finding myself being miserable doing a job that I was not passionate about and doing it only for the sake of a paycheck. I thought I could trick myself into doing this, 
but I was absolutely wrong. I'm aware there are worse things in the world than being an assistant, but this is my story, and that's how I felt. My girlfriend started to notice how difficult it was for me to wake up every morning with the same kind of drive and enthusiasm I once had. I'm also the type of person who believes in the saying that you're either early or late. There's no such thing as being on time. Every job I've had in the past, I would show up at least 30 minutes early. Eventually, when the offices started to open back up at J Crew, I applied that same principle of showing up 30 minutes early. But slowly, it got to the point where I would show up 10 minutes before I was supposed to, and then leave immediately rather than staying late to prepare for the next day. I found myself drinking three to four cups of coffee a day to stay awake at work. I knew I couldn't keep this up, and once my girlfriend brought this to my attention, I also didn't want her to see myself miserable and burdening her, thinking I'm the only one doing doing this for her. She grew up as an immigrant to this country, as her family moved here from Ecuador when she was eight years old. She witnessed her own father, who was once a respectable banker in the capital city of Quito, to becoming a handyman in New Jersey. She clearly remembers how he loathed his new status and job in America. She did not want that for me, and one of the reasons why she fell in love with me was because she told me that she can sense the passion I had for what I was doing with my life. She respected the fact that I decided to take a risk and go down an unconventional route to get there. I love her for that. But I needed to make a change. I didn't want her to continuously see me miserable and struggle to get out of bed. After some thought about what I can do, I then realized why not go back to college and finish up my degree. I'm only two classes short from getting my bachelor's. Also, at work, we're now doing a pilot hybrid program where we only walk work in the office Tuesday through Thursdays, leaving me Monday and Friday to work from home, which means I can really set my own schedule. With that type of control in my schedule, I realize this is doable. Also, with the current state for universities, with the majority of them having their campuses unavailable for in-person classes. This might be my chance to complete my degree online. Then I won't have to move back to Boulder just for one class. I reached out to a college advisor at CU as my previous advisor no longer worked there, and they ended up reviewing my transcript. But unfortunately, they had to tell me that with my specific degree and requirements, also with the campus starting to open up for the fall term, that this film history course requires me to be on campus. They didn't offer an online version of the course. Again, I found myself blocked by this particular film history course. This course is the bane of my existence. However, they did provide me with another option, which I wish I knew about years ago. That I can graduate with a degree in distributed studies, meaning it's an amalgamation of courses that fall into a broad spectrum for specific disciplines such as social sciences, natural sciences, and arts and humanities. I had enough social science courses to almost meet those requirements. I would need to take an extra five courses to get my degree in this new major. It was my best option, instead of having to take ten more courses to get a new major in another discipline. So I decided, let's do it. I need to end this chapter in my life of not having a degree, and to give myself a better shot at job opportunities, which isn't a guarantee with a degree, but definitely gives me a better chance than I had before. Also. I'm interested in getting a master's degree in business as well, so I definitely need my bachelor's for that. My interest in getting a master's degree now stems from advices I received and studies I've read that someone of my age and having to re-enter the job market 
will need to have more certifications to better assist me to meet those salary requirements I desired, especially if I'm able to complete all of this before my early 40s, which is around the corner. My previous experiences, along with these new diplomas, will make me a much more desirable job candidate for the type of positions I'm hoping to get at a major studio and to get back to what I'm doing, I was doing before that left me more fulfilled in my life. I'm attempting to chase after my passions once again. My girlfriend was thrilled when I finally enrolled into my first class and was proud of me. Before I enrolled back into school, I normally used to do all the cooking because I love to cook while pretending I'm a contestant from Top Chef. But with my new schedule of having to juggle my classwork along with my 96 job, I found myself having to rely on my girlfriend more than ever and to start cooking for the both of us. But she took on that role with complete open arms and creating delicious dishes from her home country of Ecuador, which I love so much. She knew my newfound drive was something that I was doing for the both of us, and that I was reclaiming my passion in life once again.